Welcome to the DCAT Value Chain Insights Podcast, presented by the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association, where you'll hear specially selected articles from our website that feature in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing. In this podcast, we feature an article about the Association for Accessible Medicines Blueprint to facilitate a repatriation of pharma manufacturing to the U.S. Reinventing U.S. Pharma Manufacturing and Supply Chains by Patricia Van Arnhem, DCAT Editorial Director. For the text version of this article, visit DCATVCI.org. The Association for Accessible Medicines, which represents generic drug and biosimilar manufacturers in the U.S., put forth a blueprint to facilitate a repatriation of pharma manufacturing to the U.S. What does the plan recommend? A plan for reinventing the U.S. pharma supply chains. One consequence of the COVID-19 pandemic from industry as a whole is a rethinking of global supply chains and the need to increase domestic manufacturing to assure supply and mitigate potential product shortages. This conversation is also occurring in the pharmaceutical industry. On April 30, 2020, the Association for Accessible Medicines, or AAM, which represents generic drug and biosimilar companies and manufacturers in the U.S., released a report, A Blueprint for Enhancing the Security of the U.S. Pharmaceutical Supply Chain, a six-element framework that lays out actions that the federal government could take to ensure a consistent supply of critical pharmaceuticals. The blueprint builds upon the existing generic pharmaceutical supply chain in the U.S., which produces more than 61 billion doses annually in nearly 150 manufacturing facilities across the U.S., according to information from the AAM. The generic pharmaceutical supply chain, which provides 90% of prescriptions filled in the United States, is demonstrating remarkable resiliency during the COVID-19 crisis, and AAM and its member companies are committed to applying the lessons that we have learned to make the supply chain stronger and more secure, said Jeffrey K. Francer, AAM's interim CEO and general counsel, in an April 30, 2020 statement. The blueprint contains specific steps that Congress and the executive branch could take to create the capacity to manufacture critical medicines in the United States and allied countries, leading to increased national security, a reduction of dependence on any one country for key pharmaceuticals or their components, and an expanded employment base. A proposal for increasing U.S.-based manufacturing for high-priority medicines. The AAM's proposal outlines a way to increase U.S.-based manufacturing by providing the Secretary of U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS, with additional authority to secure the U.S. pharmaceutical supply chain. The plan involves the HHS Secretary establishing a list of priority medicines and creating a supply chain map for those medicines. Working with the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative, or USTR, which is the government agency responsible for developing and recommending U.S. trade policy to the President of the U.S., the HHS and USTR would launch multilateral talks to promote a cooperative approach to developing a manufacturing base in allied countries. 
the HHS would then engage in direct discussions with pharmaceutical manufacturers to promote U.S. manufacturing of essential medicines. The U.S. government would use various tools, such as grants, tax incentives, loans, guaranteed price and volume contracts, and adoption of regulatory efficiencies to encourage onshoring of pharmaceutical manufacturing to the U.S. Such incentives are considered necessary to offset the cost and time required to build up U.S.-based manufacturing and takes into account certain projections that new manufacturing facilities can cost as much as $1 billion and take five to seven years to build. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration would then strengthen its internal coordination to ensure expanded manufacturer engagement and efficient regulatory review and approval for an expansion or establishment of U.S.-based manufacturing facilities. List of Essential Medicines and Assessment of the Supply Chain A key part of the AAM's blueprint for securing the U.S. pharmaceutical supply chain is to provide the HHS Secretary the authority to establish a list of essential medicines for the U.S. The AAM recommends that within 180 days of the enactment of the blueprint, the HHS Secretary would establish a list of essential medicines for the U.S. Essential medicines are defined as the active pharmaceutical ingredient and finished dosage form. The list of essential medicines includes medicines deemed most critical to the U.S. healthcare system during an HHS Secretary-designated public health emergency and or those that, if shortages occurred, could impact U.S. national security. In developing the list, the AAM suggests that the HHS Secretary consult with the FDA, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the National Institutes of Health, and other public health agencies, as well as the Secretary of Defense and Secretary of State. The list of essential medicines would be subject to a 60-day public comment period. Assessment of the Supply Chain Within one year of enactment of the blueprint, the AAM recommends that the Secretary of HHS prepare an assessment of the global supply chain's ability to source and manufacture the medicines on the list of essential medicines. Designation of High-Priority Essential Medicines From the list of essential medicines and informed by the assessment of the supply chain, the HHS would publish a list of high-priority essential medicines for the purpose of ensuring U.S. production and supply of those medicines. Publication would occur within two years of enactment of the blueprint. The HHS Secretary would update the list annually and may designate additional medicines, including those not previously deemed essential, as high-priority during an HHS Secretary-designated public health emergency, according to the AAM's proposal. The list and any updates would be subject to a 30-day public comment period. Incentives for Securing the U.S. Pharma Supply Chain In its blueprint, the AAM outlines several incentives as a means to encourage pharmaceutical manufacturers to repatriate pharmaceutical manufacturing to the U.S. and ways to offset the costs for doing so. The AAM's proposal specifies that within six months of the completion of the list of high-priority medicines, the HHS, acting through the Office of the Assistant Secretary for Preparedness and Response under the HHS, would seek new and specific proposals from pharmaceutical manufacturers to determine how individual companies can help secure the U.S. pharmaceutical manufacturing base for priority medicines. 
proposals would include the list of specific finished dosage forms and APIs the company proposes manufacturing in the U.S., and the specific type of incentives necessary to make the facilities economically viable. HHS would be authorized to make such incentives available as outlined below. Long-Term Price and Volume Guaranteed Contracts In its proposal, the AAM says that guaranteed volume and price agreements are essential to ensuring the viability of U.S.-based generic manufacturing for high-priority medicines and to inoculate those investments against low-priced imports of the same medicine from, for example, China. When engaging with the industry, however, the AAM stresses that the HHS must encourage multiple suppliers in the market and ensure, whenever possible, that no one company supplies the entire market to protect against supply disruptions. The price and volume agreements would provide purchase guarantees that could be spread across the Strategic National Stockpile, or SNS, and all federal agencies that procure medicines through the federal supply schedule. For the SNS, the HHS may take possession of such purchases or may pay manufacturers an inventory management fee to produce and maintain the specified quantity on behalf of the SNS. Specific volume and price levels would be negotiated on a company-by-company basis. Grants The AAM's proposal also calls for the HHS to provide grants to support construction, alteration or renovation of facilities for the U.S.-based manufacturer of medicines included on the high-priority medicines list. Grants would also be provided to pharmaceutical manufacturers to relocate production facilities from outside of the U.S. back to the U.S. to cover expenses in moving production and include funds to offset the cost of building new factories and research centers. Such grants would be available only to manufacturers with an approved abbreviated new drug application or in the case of an authorized generic drug, a license to manufacture the drug under another manufacturer's new drug application. Further incentives that the U.S. government would be able to provide to encourage pharmaceutical manufacturers to onshore pharmaceutical manufacturing back to the U.S. include tax incentives and ways to increase regulatory efficiency for approving new manufacturing facilities, producing high-priority medicines in the U.S., While long-term pricing and volume guarantees and grants would be worked out on an individual company basis, there are several incentives that the AAM recommends could be adopted for the entirety of the U.S. generics or biosimilars pharmaceutical manufacturing base, which would include tax incentives and regulatory efficiencies from the FDA. Under the AAM's proposal, New tax incentives would be used to encourage pharmaceutical companies to relocate foreign manufacturing sites back to the U.S., build new greenfield sites, refurbish already existing manufacturing facilities, and or transform existing production lines to focus on pharmaceuticals that appear on the HHS's list of high-priority medicines. Specific recommendations offered by the AAM would allow for a tax deduction during whichever of the two periods is longer throughout the period the medicine is deemed high priority, or during the initial period that the company has agreed with the HHS to supply from its expanded investment. Specific tax incentives proposed by the AAM that will facilitate the onshoring of U.S. pharmaceutical manufacturing include 1. 
a dollar-for-dollar credit against federal taxes to pharmaceutical manufacturers for 50% of wages, investments, and purchases made for manufacturing medications on the priority medicines list in the U.S. 2. A tax reduction, modeled after the Domestic Production Activities Deduction, Section 199, which provides a tax deduction of as much as 9% of the company's income attributable to U.S. manufacturing operations. 3. An increase to the R&D credit rate to 20% for the alternative simplified credit. And 4. Full expensing for the construction of new factories built to move production from overseas to the U.S. To expedite the approval of a facility and all the products to be produced in it, the AAM proposes that the FDA streamline its regulatory review and approval processes by removing duplicated actions and reducing the time for approvals. Under the AAM proposal, the FDA would expand cooperation with the manufacturer by working collaboratively to evaluate and approve the facility and the technology transfer processes concurrently as opposed to waiting until after the facility is built and the equipment is installed and validated. To accomplish these goals, the AAM proposes that the FDA create an internal intra-agency working group focused on helping to expedite reviews and approvals to onshore pharmaceutical manufacturing. This working group would consist of resources from the Office of Regulatory Affairs, Inspections, the Office of Pharmaceutical Quality, Facilities, reviewers from both chemistry and microbiology disciplines, and the Office of Generic Drugs, overall project management. This working group would be dedicated to the transfer of products back into either U.S.-approved facilities or newly constructed facilities at new or existing sites. This working group would grant meetings with the company to discuss the overall transfer plans. Separately, to promote international cooperation, the AAM proposes that the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative, working with the HHS, should negotiate a plurilateral agreement with U.S. allies to promote a cooperative approach to securing the U.S. supply chain. This podcast is brought to you by DCAT, the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association. All content contained in this recording is owned by DCAT or used with permission. This recording may not be altered, reproduced, or used in any way without permission from DCAT. For more in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing, subscribe to our podcast or visit www.dcatvci.org.